Every month on the first Thursday of the month at 10 o'clock Central Time, I host a grip tips and training sessions um, session for clients of Global Reach, which is the company I work for. As the digital strategy manager, my job is to kind of understand overall digital strategy and give insights and input on how companies can utilize various social platforms and digital marketing measures um, to make the biggest impact. And usually what I do is I'll write a blog and then a um, couple months later I'll do a grip tips and training sessions about it. And we record that video and repurpose it to put it back on the blog and to put it on various social platforms. And it's a really great way to create content, repurpose content. And so the audio that you're about to hear is actually from a recent session that we did um, about LinkedIn and figuring out if LinkedIn is the right platform for you and if so, how to reach the most people organically through it and best practices basically for for LinkedIn. Um, So it's really a a great session. How these work is there's usually a half an hour of presentation and then about uh, half an hour of question and answer. And um, for the sake of client confidentiality, I'm not including the Q&A section on here. Um, But you can see the entire session usually on the Global Reach YouTube or uh, Facebook platforms or or anywhere else where you can see the video content. The article that I mentioned is found at globalreach.com slash blog. So this is a really good one for anybody who's wondering whether or not they should be marketing on LinkedIn. Um, I'm going to give you some great statistics and information about that. So without further ado, enjoy. You're listening to the Deep Gripping Reality Podcast. The show that gives you leadership lessons and insights from the cutting edge of digital marketing. Hosted by Stephen J. Edelman. It's about to get deep. is a really, really important, uh, but often overlooked or misused social platform. Um, just so you know, by the way, this this uh, session is being recorded and will be available on YouTube within the next few days, possibly also going to be shared to LinkedIn and um, Facebook. So we do these every month um, on the first Thursday of the month at 10 o'clock. So you're always welcome to join. And we keep that listed in an events calendar on Facebook so that you can see um, what global reach is is what, what nuggets of wisdom we'll be sharing in the next uh, the next month. So as for this month, we're going to talk a little bit about um, some tips about LinkedIn and specifically, you know, is it the right platform? If it is, how do you use it? What do you use it for? Is it just for jobs? Is it for what is it for? Um, a lot of people like who are not super familiar with LinkedIn like to think of it as Facebook for professionals and. They're right to an extent in, in the fact that it's a social media platform, but really you should be thinking as a brand and as, a, as an industry, um, which one is better for you, Facebook or LinkedIn? And that depends on who your audience is. Are you looking for a connection with business to business? Is that who you're targeting? Are you, are you targeting business to consumer? Um, if that's the case, if you if you want to do both, then Facebook's probably a better platform for you. It also depends on your industry. But if mostly what you do is business to business, 
then LinkedIn is something you can't afford to miss, especially if you're in the law industry, uh, uh, if you have a law firm, if you um, if you're nonprofit, a lot of nonprofits are finding a lot of growth and support on, on LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn is where CEOs and C-suite people are, but also where top talent is. When you go to, um, to college, when you're working on your undergrad or even your, your master's studies, a lot of times they encourage you to build up a LinkedIn profile and really get your own personal brand built up to establish industry expertise and, and credibility because that's where a lot of recruiters are looking. So it's important to be on the platform, both on a personal and a professional level. Um, but where it, what it really comes down to for building brand awareness on LinkedIn, it's a fantastic platform for that. And LinkedIn has been reinventing and recreating new things. You may or may not know Microsoft owns LinkedIn. So it has money behind it, so to speak, but they've also, they've purchased um, uh, an education platform. They've got, they've, there's so many different tools at your disposal on LinkedIn both for creating job posts and for building brand awareness and for establishing industry expertise, that it doesn't make sense to not be on it. Um, so this, everything that I'm about to cover is actually available on a Facebook, I'm sorry, on a, on a global reach blog that we wrote um, not so very long ago, which is called the, the Secrets of the Fortune 500, linking into LinkedIn. And so that blog is available. You just go to globalreach.com slash blog and you'll be able to find it. Um, and it breaks down a lot of the finer points of what I'm talking about, but I'm going to go a little further in depth today. So first, we're going to start with a statistic. According to Edelman Trust Barometer, not Edelman, Edelman, I didn't, I didn't decide I'm not involved with them, but Edelman Trust Barometer says that 59% of people trust a brand's social media, while only 41% trust ads. And the reason for that is that you get a much better picture of a company, of their culture, of what they're all about, of what they care about, of, of how they're adding, um, adding to the overall value of, of, of what it is they're putting out based on their social media. It's more honest and raw, even on, on a platform like LinkedIn. So LinkedIn is a great platform to build your brand vo voice, your brand authority, and your brand reputation specifically. Um, so there are certain things you can do to build out your brand organically, your organic following on LinkedIn, some best practices that you can follow that'll help you to do that. Um, like any social platform, the key secret is not really that much of a secret. Get social, be involved, actively post, engage with your audience, build out your audience's, um, you know, overall understanding of, of what it is that you're your your offering in terms of services but also industry expertise i'm a huge fan of the 80 20 rule which is where you give 80 percent for free of just pure value and not look at me buy from me here's the here's the product or service i have to offer so 20 percent of your time on any social platform can be spent on that now when i say that it can break break down that's a macro overview but you can look at it as a closer to a micro overview if you say okay 80 percent of this post needs to be building value 20% of the post itself can be to learn more click here. So it's it's about putting out more value than you're asking. It's earning trust. It's earning um, the, the uh, reputation of authority. And that's only done by putting out engaging content. And I'm going to get more into that in just a second here. Now, one thing I want to make sure I touch on is, is LinkedIn ads. You can pay for attention. Um, you know, there's there's an old saying that Loyalty can be bought, and that is also true on social media platforms. If you 
if you want to spend money on targeted ads, there are ways, there's a LinkedIn pixel, every platform has its own pixel, but there's a LinkedIn pixel you can have put on your website and you can target your ads specifically for audience based on industry, based on title, based on uh, approximate salary, education. I mean, you can basically build out all kinds of, of, of um, hyper-targeting using LinkedIn. And as far as cost goes, a lot of times it's much more expensive than, um, than Facebook ads. Facebooks are a very uh, cost-effective way to do ads, um, but not quite as expensive as an overall SEO slash um, SEM, so like um, Google ad strategy. So it's, it, it's usually a light, like a nice happy medium, but it also depends on who you're targeting. So yes, you can do ads, uh, but it can get costly. So one thing that I am a big fan of is just making sure that you're organically on point where you need to be with an overall strategy. So that all starts with not only your personal brand's um, Facebook profile, but a business page profile. Um, and then inviting, you want to invite your employees to follow your page on LinkedIn. So if you have employees that are on LinkedIn, get them to follow the page, get them to like the page, and that way they're more likely to see content that they either helped build and then share it with their network, um, or just content that, that, that can basically be your best word of mouth advertising, essentially, without having to, having to pay extra for it. Um, so one thing that, that is an easy to overlook thing is, is setting actual goals. So engagement is the biggest thing. Every platform, especially LinkedIn, wants to keep people on that platform for as long as possible. Part of that is so that they can feed ads to the, the people that are on there, um, but also so that they can build up the engagement and they can build value. And humans are creatures of habit. So if we get into the habit of checking LinkedIn right after we wake up every morning while we're brushing our teeth, then that's a habit we'll keep. And so they want you to put out good, engaging, valuable content um, consistently. So one way that you can do that is by keeping an eye on your analytics. And so if you track the analytics page, you track your, your, your um, engagement, you can set goals. Okay, I want to grow by this much. What am I going to do to do that? So having something measurable makes it a lot easier than having something arbitrary. And remember, there's a big difference between expectations and aspirations. Aspirations are something that you'd like to do. Expectations are, are something you're setting for yourself that you're going to do. So I expect to grow my engagement by this much. Well, then you need steps on how you're going to do that. So when you look at your, the first thing that you want to do is really optimize your LinkedIn page, your profile. So I'm looking at this from the admin view or from, um, from a member view. And it tells about your uh, employees that are, on, that are on LinkedIn. It tells about your personal connections that are on there. They see the about section, which you want to optimize with plenty of keyword value. Um, there's lots of keyword value in here. And the reason for that is that the Google crawlers see all of this. So tying these to your brand is super valuable as well. Um, you can also, if, if you feel like there's a different URL, you can, they can submit that, but... Um, having having up-to-date contact information on there um, is really important as well. You want to make sure that the, the website, everything is up-to-date as much as possible. Um, let's see, I'm hearing some feedback. I'm not sure what that's from. Hmm. Seems like it's from mine. Is anybody else getting that feedback at all? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure why that is. Hold on just a sec. 
Sorry about that. Little Gotta love little technical glitches like that. So anyway, you want to go through and make sure that everything on your LinkedIn profile is as built out as possible. Any locations that you have, you want to have built out. Um, and because all of this helps with telling the algorithm who it is you're trying to hit. Um, you can, if you're an employee, employees actually have a uh, employee engagement experience here. So you can actually, and this is a newer thing that LinkedIn's been doing so that people can connect with their colleagues. Um, you can, they can see your posts on here, which, uh, break down exactly that, you know, different blog posts, if you use, you know, what kind of hashtags, all of that can be seen. And then any jobs that are listed, um, we have, you know, your job listings are also here and then, uh, some of the people. Now the people is interesting too. So if there's people who you've gone to school with or, or whatever, you can see that as well. Now this is all stuff that's viewable to the public. Um, and that is also viewable to the algorithm. There's also a place on here for videos, which I'll come back to that in a, in a minute as well. So understanding what it is that people are going to see when they come to your LinkedIn profile is helpful um, because then you, you know what you need to work on. Now, as far as seeing it as an admin, you can go in and you can look at, there's all kinds of interesting analytics that you can look into as far as your visitors, your updates, followers. Um, there's content suggestions. So their algorithm is really trying to be programmed to help you share selfless content that still shows that your business is an industry expert. Don't be afraid to do that. It has, uh, it, it, you can either recommend the page to employees or you can get content suggest suggestions to put on there. Uh, you can list out products, which is uh, LinkedIn's way of building out e-commerce. So there's, there's quite a bit that you can dive into um, and understanding your audience is really a, a, an important part of that. So you can get really deep into that as well. Um, and then as far as admin tools, there's a lot of tools in here as well, connecting your, or adding your connections, posting a job, creating events, um, which I, I, we're going to start making sure that global reach actually posts these monthly training events to our events section here. And then you can add the, something that it used to be was that you had to have uh, a specific person. You have, you had to be personally connected to a person within the company to do that. Well, now you can add page admins, which is something that's been there for, that's been needed for quite a while. So there's a lot that you can do to actually optimize out the content on your, um, on their LinkedIn. And all of this should be relevant information from the website. As far as building out content, that's going to build your audience. Here's my hard and fast rules for social media posting, but especially on LinkedIn in a very, very big way. Um, if you if you're taking notes, now's a good time to make sure you got some clean paper and a pen. Uh, this is some really good stuff. So the first one was to set engagement goals. Understand where you are, uh, where you want to be, and then have a plan on how you're going to get there. Um, second is plan to deliver real value. When I say value, value is very subjective, right? I might shoot a video of myself and think, oh, this is garbage. But if there's something in there that somebody else finds valuable, then who am I to say that that wasn't great? You know, is it on point with brand? Maybe it depends. You know, what is it? Do you have a brand strategy guide? Are you following it there? But make sure that your content is uh, helpful, insightful, and offers a unique perspective. So if I was going to share an article that is industry leading, so say it has to do with uh, privacy laws and how cookies are tracked or how, how Google is changing, how it makes recommendations or whatever. And it's not an article from my, from, from my blog or from, from my company's website, whatever. Then you want to make sure that your textual content above that offers some kind of valuable insight. In other words, contributes to the knowledge of the internet and specifically to the knowledge of that platform. So then you're not just saying, oh, look, here's an interesting thing I found. That doesn't really offer value. People who follow companies do so because they want industry insights. And so if you can provide your unique perspective 
on something that is an industry insight, that's super helpful and that, that builds more value. Ultimately, what you want to do is think about your audience. You want to give them what they want to see, not just what you want to show them. So you may think, you know, oh, we have all these awesome services. Everybody wants them. They just don't know it yet. And you're just pushing service stuff out. But if your audience isn't interested in that, it's going to turn them away. They're not going to follow it. So that's, that goes back to the old 80-20 rule that I mentioned. When I'm doing personal, I do a lot of, on my time, I do a lot of experimenting with social media platforms and trying to figure out how to uh, organically build stuff up without paying for it so that we can advise our clients on that. And I actually follow a 90-10 rule. So 90% of my content is trying to build value and 10% is follow me, check this out, you know, whatever it is. Um, so that's, that's a really a core thing. The second thing, always deliver value. The third thing is consistency. So you want to post at least once per day on LinkedIn. That's the recommend, LinkedIn recommended best practice. And there's actually a link in this article that goes a little bit further into it. I believe it's... Uh, uh, LinkedIn learning is, is, uh, where it is, or, oh no, it's a new guide. So there's a new guide in the uh, blog post that, that shows you, uh, specifically that they recommend at least one post per day. But what you can, where you have a little bit of flexibility is you want to look at your analytics, find out when people are online and, and try to post right before that curve goes up. It's like the stock market. You want to invest when it's, when it's low, but it's on its way up as opposed to when it's at the peak and on its way down. So that's when you want to, to post. So try posting on different times. Um, try in the morning, try in the afternoon, whatever you want to do, uh, experiment and analyze. With digital marketing in general, there's a lot of trial and error, but it's going to, as you do that, you're going to be building engagement. You're going to be hitting different target audiences um, and, and people in your audience in different ways. And that is insanely helpful because you can you can expand your audience better organically. Um, a general psychological rule of thumb, I like, to, I like to dive into the psychology of social media specifically, but psychologically speaking, early in the morning, people have a much more primitive feeling. So anything that, that speaks to people's gut or their heart, they're more likely to engage with. In the afternoon, people are more analytical because they've been doing analytical stuff all day. And at the end of the day, that's where their head's at. So Posting things that make them think and make them want to engage with that is a good way to do it. So thinking about your content in that shape, this is a generalization, but I found it to be true. Um, that's a good way to do it. At lunchtime, people are in a hurry. So something a little more digestible might not be a bad idea. So, you know, what is your content? What are you hoping to get out of it? What are you hoping to provide with it? And what type of content? If you have an article that's really gut-wrenching, then maybe post it a little earlier in the morning, around nine o'clock in the morning. If you have something that really breaks down industry insights, that might be something that's in, in terms of statistics and hard facts, that might be something for the afternoon. So the type of post and trying to deliver that value consistently is, is a big part of it. On that note, mix up your content, share your voice. Okay. So there's, there's four essentially different ways that you can share your voice on LinkedIn, uh, especially as a business. One, textual content. So just having a text with some kind of a link, always have some kind of clickable element to it, whether it's a link, an image or a video, Always have something that is thumb-stopping and engaging on there um, because text is just basically ignored. It's skimmed over. There's nothing eye-catching. So textual content is the first one. An image is the second one. So there's actually an image size. Um, and when we're going to update this article a little later today with an image sizing guide that is just great. It, it, it breaks down specifically on LinkedIn and various platforms, but on LinkedIn, what size you want um, your your things to be whether it's an icon whether it's you know no matter what it is it, it we have a full sizing guide that i've been working with our design team on in fact i just got a message from her saying that it's 
actually ready now, thank goodness. So the sizing guide is something that's really, really cool. I'm going to try and pull it up, um, but it'll show you what size images work best because you want them to have the best visual experience as well. Um, as far as uh, video content, same thing with video, you want to make sure it's sized properly, but you also want to have good captions. Um, captions are super helpful um, when, you're, when you're dealing with video because not all video is consumed the same way. The first 15 seconds is kind of the teaser, the teaser section of it, so that's the part that's going to catch somebody's attention and they'll decide whether or not they want to continue watching after that first 15 seconds. Um, and then you have articles, which is where you can go really deep in depth. You can have blog stuff. Now, from a personal perspective, if you're building your personal brand awareness, uh, what's a good idea and, and your personal industry expertise, or you already have a good following there, one good idea is to share kind of a teaser. So maybe start the article, reword it a little bit on LinkedIn, and then link back to a Facebook, um, uh, I'm sorry, a, a, a blog post. That's a really good way to do that as well. Um, the fifth rule is engagement. You want to engage. You want to respond to comments. You want to respond to messages. You know, LinkedIn rewards those who engage with their audience. Um, and then hashtags and mentions, use that. Hashtags, I'd say about three hashtags is usually what I found is the most successful. But so for us, digital marketing agency is one of the biggest hashtags. So we use that on a lot of our posts. Design is another one. So understanding and doing a little hashtag research goes a long way. And then tagging the bigger businesses also helps as well. Um, finally, the last two things are you want to include calls to action in your posts, uh, whether that's to drive downloads, leads to your website, whatever. There is a 45% higher follower engagement on LinkedIn with updates that have posts, uh, with, with updates that have links to them. So make sure that you have some kind of clickable click through thing uh, if you want to get more engagement. Um, Again, it follows that 90-10 rule. So make sure that, that whatever you're, or 90-10, 80-20, whatever, make sure you're giving content that is not only engaging, but also super valuable. And by proxy, people tend to think, if this is what they're giving away for free, what do they give me if I pay them? And that's true. That should be a business model, essentially. Um, and last but not least, video content is, and always will continue to be, on the rise. It's huge. Um, micro video content is a, is a really big deal. Audio content is a big deal. Um, LinkedIn has recently announced that they are creating more and more creator tools so to encourage people to create really engaging content, especially video and going live and things like that. So when you go live, there's a special uh, fear of missing out that's tied to it that's really, really um, hard to get any other way. So when you upload a video, don't just upload it to YouTube and then share a link to YouTube. You want to share it directly on your various social platforms. So maybe even having it formatted, sized right for YouTube, but then also for LinkedIn and for Facebook, because generally speaking, social platforms absolutely love videos because videos keep people engaged. They keep people on the website. So if they are going to send it to another social platform, they're losing traffic. They don't want to do that. However, if you upload a video directly to them, it keeps them on that platform longer. Ultimately, <laughs> They're shared more organically through the algorithm because social platforms are, are, are very um, selfish and they don't like to promote each other is what it comes down to. So uh, I was able to find the uh, image that I talked about with the sizing guide. Um, and so this is actually going to be embedded on that blog. But it, as you can see, there's a specific size for the cover photo for your LinkedIn profile and a different one for your LinkedIn business. Your image posts are actually going to be different also for your LinkedIn profile versus your, your uh, LinkedIn business. 
Um, even the profile picture has a best practice standard size that's a little bit different. So understanding these sizes can help make it a little bit more consumable. And so it's important to, to get that right. Now, if, uh, if, you're very, if you're interested in this, we actually have a sizing guide for every single social platform. Um, and so we can provide you with that as well. Uh, you can email seo at globalreach.com and we can, we can get that out to you. Uh, if it's something that you're interested in, it's super helpful in, in planning out your content. Um, so in conclusion, basically the most important thing is to engage with your audience, build up organically through uh, conversations and add to the overall value. Um, it's important for you to make sure that you are not just sharing your industry expertise, but that you are engaging and adding to the conversation overall. And that is how you can establish yourself as an industry leader and as the kind of business that other businesses want to do business with and the people, because ultimately we're all people behind the business. Um, so that's pretty much all I have for LinkedIn strategy for, for uh, businesses. Um, I, I briefly mentioned this before, before I forget. It's a really, really good idea to make sure that you have your LinkedIn profile and your other social profiles on your website. Um, and that can be in your header, um, it can be in your footer, uh, but you don't necessarily need it in both. But I, I definitely recommend having um, your social platforms in there because it provides link juice. It, it basically ties everything to, it, it tells Google and the Google crawlers uh, what are your official social channels. Thank you very much for tuning into the Deep Gripping Reality for this interesting session from Grip Tips and Training Sessions, uh, the monthly training session from Global Reach. Uh, I'd like to thank Global Reach, which can be found at globalreach.com. It is um, Iowa's first web development company, the most experienced web development company in the Midwest, um, with amazing experience in cold fusion, with some very cutting-edge digital marketing teams, I happen to know because I'm on it. Um, and some amazing designers as well. So if you're looking for anything digital marketing, make sure you check them out. Now, is this a paid sponsorship? Not really, but, you know, I figured I should probably give a shout out to my employer since uh, that session is the meat of this episode. Uh, if you're looking to get any SEO help and hire me or my team, um, you can email seo at globalreach.com and we'd be happy to set up a consultation. Thank you very much for your time, and until next time, dig deep, my friends.